Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Serotonin Speaks. Today is our first episode of the Return to In-Person Learning series. I'm Marissa Boucher. Today, Maya Siegel is here to share her interviews with Bihan, a third grader from Bells Mill Elementary School. Hi, Maya. Hey, Marissa. My first interview with Bihan was on March 1st. He was still learning virtually at the time. I first asked him when he was going back to school in person. I think it's somewhere in March. So in a few weeks, right? Pretty soon? Yeah, pretty soon. And are you looking forward to that? Um, yes. What prompted his decision to return to in-person school? I know MCPS had the option for students to remain fully virtual until the end of the school year. Right. So I asked him if he was going back to school for learning sake or for the social interactions. Um, both. Did you miss some of that social interaction while you were at home? Yeah, um, well, yeah. But then I asked him how his grades were compared to last year before the pandemic. Um, yes, my, my grades are higher. They're higher. So you were learning better online? Yeah. So it's not really about the learning. It's more about the social interactions. Yeah. Are you worried about your grades when you go back to in-person school? Well, like we, like you said, like my grades are pretty much higher when I'm at home. I don't know. Maybe, maybe my grades will still be the same at school, but I don't. I know a lot of my peers are looking forward to their grades increasing once they go back to school in person. So Vihan's answer was definitely surprising. Did he say what he was looking forward to? Yeah. So this answer was definitely something that I was expecting. Well, I can talk to my friends like better and they and when I talk to them I can hear them clearly because usually when when we're in Zoom the issues. I wasn't surprised that he talked about Wi-Fi issues but I was surprised again when I asked him about sleep during virtual learning considering that the MCPS virtual block schedule had much later start times than usual. I don't think so. Online I don't think I get enough sleep. Yeah, because usually in the evening we watch more TV, so. Uh, so are you thinking you'll be getting more sleep when you go back? Yeah, I think so. Wow, that's really different from my sleeping experience during quarantine. Did you talk to him at all about extracurriculars? I know a lot of in-person groups had to transition to a virtual setting this year. I did, and it actually sounds like he had a relatively smooth experience with his sports. Well, I do do... I. I like baseball, and that's probably, and I also did soccer. Those are the two things I did after school. Did you have to stop doing them at all, like last March during the initial quarantine? Well, sometimes I can't go because there's some reason. But in general, even when school was closed, you kept doing your sports? Well, when school was closed, yeah, it, it, it still continues, but we wear masks and do hand sanitizer. And... It's awesome that he's been able to play sports safely and in person. Yeah, I've been playing basketball, and it's definitely helped me both physically and mentally during this tough time. Well, it seems like he's already had a great in-person sports experience. How did your second interview go? What did he think about his return to the school building? Yeah, so we talked again on April 7th. He had been back in person for one week, then was off of school for spring break and would be returning back in person the next week. So I started off by asking him what a typical in-person day looked like. It was different than normal. And it was good to be back, except for the part that you have to wear a mask all day. 
Mm-hmm. Was it harder wearing a mask? It was very annoying. So did you notice anything about the building? Any extra safety precautions? There's just something different about the lunch table. Only three people get to sit on one lunch table. So were you spread out, like, in different classrooms? Um, no. It was different grades. Oh, so just, like, fewer people in the cafeteria in general because each grade had their own time? Yeah. Well, it sounds like the school was taking a lot of precautions that are definitely important for safety, but they could also be a little bit annoying. What did he think about being back in person? Well, since the MCPS schedule involves A weeks and B weeks, where some kids go on A weeks, some kids go on B weeks, and some kids stay virtual for the entire year, I asked him if he had friends in his group. Well, I've made friends from my group, but my friend I was most excited to come actually stayed on Zoom, so... It's awesome that he's made new friends. What did he think about the academic aspect? Well, I asked him whether he thought he was learning better in person, but he said that it was pretty much the same. Because most of class is still on Zoom. It's only like five or six people, and there's like 20, 25, including my teacher. So So when you're in person, are you on Zoom also? When I'm in person, yes, I'm on Zoom, but but... But only five of us are, like, in the class. The other rest are not. So you're, like, in the classroom with your mask on and also logged into Zoom with the rest of your class? Yeah, but we have to, like, plug in headphones. Do you think it's worth it being back if you're still going to be on Zoom just to get to see your friends in person? Yeah, pretty much. Except for the part that everybody is not there, so. But I still got new friends. And also friends from different classes. Do you get to see people in different classes or do you have to like stick to one area? We we at recess and at lunchtime we we can we can like I can see them. At recess it's all third grade and at lunchtime it's it's all third grade, so I I I can sit at a table that's not taken up by three people. It definitely doesn't sound ideal having the in-person kids still be on Zoom with the rest of the virtual class. But it sounds like Vihan is making the best of it. What did you talk about next? Well, since we talked a little bit about lunch and outdoor time, I asked him if there were any restrictions on recess. Um, we can't go on the field or the blacktop, so, but the, the basketball blacktop, but it's pretty much the same other than that recess, except we have to wear masks. Yep. So you have the black tops, the, the two like non-basketball black tops, the fields. What about the playgrounds? Are you allowed on the playgrounds? Yeah, we're allowed on the playgrounds. But we have to wash our hands a lot. So. It sounds like you guys covered a lot in your second interview. Was there anything else you talked about? Yeah, so remember how he said he was getting less sleep during virtual instruction? Yeah, I do. So I asked him about his sleep schedule since going back to in-person school, and he said that he was getting more sleep. And then I wrapped up the interview. So overall, things are going pretty good. You're happy being back in the building? Yeah. That's awesome. Vihan definitely sounded a little happier in his second interview. How did the third interview go? Right. So we had our third interview on April 24th. Vihan had been back in person for a few weeks, alternating in person one week, then all virtual the next week. And I'm actually starting to walk to school with my friend. 
We'll wear our masks. How is hybrid school going for him? It's way better than the Zoom learning. So you're glad you went back? Yeah, yeah. Do you like having to switch um, in one week and out the next week? No, I think I should just stay in school. Do you think next year you'll be able to go to school every week in person? I think, yeah. Are you excited for that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he speaks for a lot of people when he says he's looking forward to a full-time in-person education next fall. But it's good that he's enjoying hybrid at least more than Zoom. What did he talk about next? I wanted to get a better picture of the typical school day for elementary schoolers. So I asked him how the different classes were. So do you have just one teacher for all of your classes? Yeah. Well, I have PE and art and specials. Those are different teachers. You go to those in person also, right? When you're um, in person? No. Um. Well, the teachers are in the school, but they're in like, they're like, workplaces where they work so I so they join this zoom while they're in but they're still in the bells mail so like your class is sitting in your classroom and zooming with the art teacher PE teacher yeah and the art teacher and the PE teacher are still in the school but they're in we we don't go to their place they just join the zoom Huh, it's weird that even the in-person kids can't see their art or PE teachers in person. Yeah, I was surprised by that too, especially since the middle and high schoolers are allowed to travel to different teachers' classrooms. Yeah, so what was next? Well, at this point, I just started wrapping up the interview. But overall, you think it's worth it to be back in school? Yeah, I think it's very worth it. So that sounded like a lot of really interesting insights on in-person school. Um, What stood out to you? So I definitely expected um, him to say that the in-person academics and social life were much better than at home, um, academics-wise due to Wi-Fi or video quality, audio quality issues at home that pretty much everybody is dealing with on uh, on a certain scale at some degree, um, and then a better social life in person just because of the environment um, where you're not just locked in your room all day staring at a screen, even if your friends are in different groups or some of your friends are staying completely virtually. It's just a better environment and overall better feel socially. And then I was definitely surprised um, that he was actually getting less sleep virtually. Um, I know, Marissa, you said you were getting um, more sleep virtually because of the 9 a.m. start times. Um, I think all high schoolers um, have definitely benefited from the block schedule and not having a bus ride. But for elementary schoolers where school starts later anyway, um, it made sense that if he was like staying up later watching TV or whatever, then there'd be less sleep virtually. And then once there was at least some semblance of normalcy, then there'd be more sleep once you go back in school. I was also surprised by um, what he said that he had to go on Zoom for his specials, even though the art teacher and the PE teacher were in the building. and. He and some of his classmates were in the building in a different classroom. They weren't allowed to go see their specials teachers in person. Personally, I would say that doesn't really make any sense. Like the middle and high schoolers who are more susceptible to the virus anyway are allowed to travel to four different classes in a day um, plus lunch and then four different classes the next day. 
but the elementary schoolers have to stay in one classroom when they could really benefit from seeing more people in person. Um, so that was definitely surprising. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a tough decision to make there. So, I mean, obviously, Serotonin Speaks is a mental health podcast. What did you get from Vahan about his mental health situation here? Right. So since he was younger, only in third grade, we didn't talk explicitly about his mental health. But I definitely noticed in his second and third interviews after he'd been back in school for just a week and then for a few more weeks, he just overall seemed happier and he was more willing to elaborate on his answers. In the first interview, the answers were kind of like short, um, didn't go into much detail. And then after he had been back in person, even just for a week, he was more willing to just talk more, which I thought was great. And it was definitely a sign that his mental health was improving. And even though it might seem to an outsider, like the in-person experience wasn't really worth it. It was basically the same as virtual with the specials still being on Zoom and most of the class still being on Zoom. Vihan didn't hesitate to say that being in person was worth it. And that just says to me that his mental health has improved so much since being back in person. And I mean, as a mental health podcast, that's that's something we love to hear. It's so nice to see a success story come out of in-person school, especially when we were all kind of worried about how it would go. Well, that's all for episode one of the Serotonin Speaks hybrid education series. If you haven't already, please follow or subscribe to Serotonin Speaks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And recommend the show to a friend. For more mental health-related content, check out the Serotonin Says website, serotoninsays.com. There, you can subscribe to our monthly newsletter and support Mental Health America by buying our merch. You can also follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at serotoninsays. And don't forget to register for one of our upcoming webinars. The first one, Destigmatizing Mental Health with Madeline Gold, is this Friday. The links to everything are in the episode notes. This episode was edited by the wonderful Maya Siegel and hosted by me, Marissa Boucher. Thanks to Vihan for three awesome interviews. Thanks as always to the rest of the Serotonin Squad. And most of all, thanks to you for listening to Serotonin Speaks from Serotonin Says Mental Health. See you next week.